Welcome back to Texas Tea. I'm here with David Cohen of Replay Games. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. So grateful that the Mortal Kombat machine eventually quieted down. It takes a little while. It takes a little. It's, it's very, it's older and crotchety and really, really wants you to play. And it's the attract mode. It's the attract. Just, they that's pull what it you. is. Really? That's what it that's is? That's what it is. It's so, so people, you know, you're walking by and you hear it like, whoa, cool, it sounds awesome. That's, yeah, I was, I was very loud. attracted to watch you just like crush it for a while. So when like kids come into your store, do you just like, you just like crush them on MK2 and then send them home or what? I do. Um, at one point, I was offering free gift cards if anyone could beat me. Really? But of course, no one could beat me. It was just, you know, to get people. Is that story. still a thing? Is that still yeah, a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. So, so we're over here at Replay Games in the Heights. So if you come in and if you can beat uh, Dave at Mortal Kombat 2, he will give you a free gift card. Yes. Of what, $3, $2? Uh, I used to say 25 25 that's much better than $3 originally what I said. So No one's ever won. So <laughs> that's all right. You got to call it there. You got to say, okay, this is for real. Two out of three, go. So you got to call it. Got to call it. Two out of three, yeah. go. You heard him right there. $25 so you, gift card. So you know you're playing for real. For, for real, for real. Yeah. So attract mode off. Now there's we, we've got some silence in the background, so that was good. How long were we here for that to wait for? Uh, five, I think it was five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five it wasn't five minutes. It felt longer. It felt like eternity. Yeah, it's five minutes. Uh, just in, in general, whenever anyone's around me, it feels like eternity <laughs> to them. Well, anyways, man, I got a lot of questions uh, about retro games in general. I have a kind of a random one that I think I know the answer to. But what do you think is the reason people keep going back to the classics? Two things. Uh, first, okay. nostalgia, of right, course. Of course. I mean. Everyone wants what they grew up with, you know. Right, right. Of but the big thing really is because modern games, I don't say they suck, <laughs> but most of them kind of suck. I mean, it's just modern games are different than old games. Modern games, it's all about story and looking cool or making you feel like you're powerful and there's not much of a challenge to it. You kind of you lose and you just hit start and keep going. And yeah. There's no real challenge. Uh, and yeah, don't talk to me about Dark Souls. That's not a challenging game. It's a boring game. Oh, um, shit. So it's not difficult. It's just tedious. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there, there were games were a challenge when, when I was a kid. And yeah. I think people go back for the challenge. They go back for the nostalgia. And, yeah. you know, like I could sit there and play a game all day where I'm going for a high score. You know, I'll never get yeah. bored. But you put me in front of Grand Theft Auto, I'll be done in five minutes. And, like, you know, Ooh. I'm bored real quick. So. You're, like, dissing a whole... Ouch. Ouch, ouch, yikes. They're going to come for me, and you're just going to crush them over here. It's true. They're going to come and buy Grand Theft Auto, though, so it's okay. Hey, it's fine. It's fine. There you go. I'll sell it. I don't have to like it. Sell it. you don't have to like it. fine. Hey, we love electricity, and we sell it, by the way. I didn't ask you this before. Have you ever played EverQuest? I never have. I have never, ever played EverQuest. Um... It came out at a time when I was very busy. Like I was, I was like starting my adulting at that time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I was never really big into PC stuff, you know. Like, yeah. So it was a mix of those two things. Like, uh, yeah, EverQuest. It was a, I think it was a different crowd back then yeah. too. You yeah. know, like now kind of everybody's on PC and yeah. playing on computer. But back then. You know, you can say there was, was, there was a divide. That's there was fine. a divide. You know, like the PC we, gamers, like they were just rode hard for PC against it's, console. It's true. It's it true. Very, it was very different. There was there were factions. We were all against yeah. each other. Um, but yeah, I, I never played. I never played EverQuest. The, uh, the only reason why I brought it up is just like uh, I remember as a kid the level of difficulty compared to like now is just insane. Where like <laughs> you had true fear. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to... Because you could lose all your stuff, right? That's yeah. What it was. Well, like, you lost you experience when you died. Like, you yeah. literally would grind for hours and upon yeah. hours, and then you, like, have a false step, like, and you take, like, falling damage. Mm. And it was, like, a glitch, and then, like, the game managers won't be able to, like, fix it for you, and the next thing you know, you've lost, like, two days of work. It was real loss. Yeah. <laughs> real fear of loss. But, yeah. I, but I feel like the games now, too, especially uh, older games that don't have saves... You have to start it's, over. It was a thing. It was a but real it, fear. It forces you to learn it, though. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it makes you get good. Repetition. Yeah. Repetition. Forces you to get good. Kids don't, kids don't know that these they days. Don't. It's a, by kids, I mean. It's taught us to be tough. 
Yeah. <laughs> so to grow up and be tough. Video games now they're not made tough. Us tough. I don't think I've ever heard that term. Video games have made us they tough. They did. They taught us to be resilient. Not give up. So next time, if you're a child under the age of 16 and your parents are giving you a tough time about video games, tell them that retro games make you tough. And true. You think about how hard it was to beat Mario on one life. You know? That's true. Like that's, that's what you got to do. That's real talk. Those are, just, those are the days. Yeah. How that's, hard is it to beat Contra without 30 lives? That's, <laughs> that's like the equivalent of saying I walked uphill twice in snow. Yeah. yeah. Like this, exactly. is, this is the video game we're talking about. Yeah. That's true. Speaking of uh, like hard and, and getting all these things done, I know you had called me a cheater because I like Game Genie. Yes. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. <laughs> uh, but uh, a buddy of mine asked a question. Uh, he wanted your thoughts kind of like, I think it was, um, what was the name of it? Uh, Twin Galaxies. Yes. And the documentaries they had on some of the classic games and the cheating and the stuff going <laughs> on there. Like, uh, what do you think about that whole situation like what does it take someone to cheat at a video game <laughs> when you don't have much else in your life that you really care about yeah i can see the motivation to really you know okay get your name out there and yeah yeah you know want to be known as the best you <laughs> yeah, know? yeah people will go to such lengths Slice. so i can see it i can see it so but, like emulators were like the performance enhancing drugs exactly exactly <laughs> You gotta, uh, you gotta play for real. Play for no real. cheating. No game genies. No emulators. Yeah. You gotta play for real. No gaming PEDs. But yeah. but the uh, <laughs> but there were legitimate adapters and legitimate uh, peripherals, as you yes. call them, that you could use. What was your, what was if you had one go to, that you used? So I would say the power glove was my favorite. The power glove. But really. I mean, it was good for Super Glove Ball, and that was about it. Super Glove Ball was the only real, like, fun game with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would play Mario. I would play Bubble Bobble with it. it was, yeah. Bubble Ball was really fun with the Power Glove. Okay. But it's kind of, you, really, you don't really play that much with the Power Glove. It, it, it loses its appeal pretty quick. So if it was something I used the most back in the day, probably the Power Pad. The NES Power Pad, you know, running oh, on that yeah. thing. I got one sitting over there. If anybody wants a Power Pad, I think it's like 40 bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, we used to be like drenched in sweat uh, playing track and field, or not track and field, uh, uh, world class track meet and super team games. Super team games is the best. Uh, that is an awesome game. We would just be like blown up playing that game, drenched in oh sweat. Oh my god, I feel it was like fantastic. That was our exercise. Power Pad was like the original actual esports. Yeah, yeah. It was actually a real sport. Yeah. I mean, before before DDR, before Dance Dance Revolution, you oh know, we had DDR. we had a Power Pad, man. That was the best. The I feel best. like DDR was the first arcade game that made it almost like really cool to go to the arcade like in a whole entire crowd outside of, you know, us. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it depends who the crowd was, you yeah, know. That's true. That's it depends true. who the crowd was. There was like, I mean, like I thought it was pretty cool seeing everybody be good at DDR, but yeah. then like you step off the DDR machine and you're the one, the really sweaty person in the big <laughs> crowd. So then it's not so cool anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being sweaty in like an indoor <laughs> AC location playing a video game isn't really the coolest thing. It's cool to an extent, and then then it's not cool. <laughs> yeah, you're like really on stage at that moment, and then you get off and you're yeah. like, so people are asking you if you ran a mile, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, no. The glory I, fades. Right yeah, right. You, you just have instant shame. <laughs> you're like, oh, God, this is my third shirt today. It's really bad. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, <laughs> DDR. Um, so, oh, what was the other thing? I was going to go straight into Smash Brothers because I know that's a big game. Every, almost everyone I've always talked to. Everyone uh, loves Smash. Everyone loves Smash. It's hard to hate Smash. Yeah, it's really hard because it's such a bring people together type of game. And it's good if you suck. It's good if you're awesome. It's just good. It's just fun no matter what. Yeah, but you have, a good, yeah. have to have a good crowd you want to be around. That's right. We talked that's about right. So who's your, who's your favorite... Smash Bros. Bowser, easily. <laughs> Bowser's my dude. Yeah? Easily, yeah. Bowser's my favorite. Bowser in Melee, Bowser in the new Smash. But like, it's always Bowser for But me. like Kirby, yo. No, not Kirby. Too floaty. I don't like floaty characters. <laughs> I like heavy fatties. Heavy yep. fatties. Every game, Mario Kart, Smash, always the fatty. Street Fighter, he's Honda, always the fatties. So, so you hear that guy's Dave. Big on the fatty characters, yep. not a fan of the floaty characters. Yes. Always. Somehow I'm Always. a fan of the floaty characters, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. The finesse, okay. you know? Yeah. 
That's you know, fine. Cheater and finesse. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's just this is what I like. Not cheating and not trying or something like that. Yeah. Or just trash. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the only th the other thing I was, I, I really I had someone ask uh, that was a really specific question. I know we're having kind of like random fun questions, but someone actually asked me, you, have, you come in here, you're going to buy an older system. Obviously, TVs are completely different now than yes. they were. How do you make sure that it's just not absolute hot garbage on the, the newer TV? So I have, at the shop, I have HDMI adapters okay. that um, plug directly into the consoles to, to play games in HDMI, to play the old systems in HDMI. Yeah. Um, there's expensive ones you can get. You can get ones that are like $200, $300, adapters that are $300, yeah, yeah. $400 to make it look be even better. Right, right. But the ones I have are like they're the lower end ones. They're like 30 yeah. bucks, and they work. They make it look better. Um, but they're not, you know, super fancy. They're not going to upscale it to 1080p yeah, yeah. and, you know, make the colors exact as they should be. Right, right, you know, right. the colors might be slightly darker. It might only upscale it to 720 instead of yeah. 1080. Not going to be in 4K. Um, but for most of my customers, it's perfectly good and better, a million times better than playing right. just through AVs right, right, on right. HDTV because AVs on HDTVs just look like total garbage. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah they're, they're good. They're, they're, it works. I also sell CRT TVs. So if anyone wants an old school TV <laughs> and you want to play the games the way they should be played on a CRT, I also sell those. Got so. you, got you. So get the, get the real like, yes. get, get real experience. Yes. Um, and I don't know if you have or not, and this is uh, another random thing. Do you, do you play Half-Life? Did you play Half-Life? Uh, I have played it. I've never played from start to finish, but I have played it. Okay. Yeah. So I know the Half-Life series never finally finished. Yeah. Uh, do you hear about it? Like, for something so popular, <laughs> in your view, how did they not finish it? Uh, they make, because they're making enough money doing other things, and Valve, yeah, Valve, Valve yeah, Valve, yeah, yeah. Valve doesn't care enough to, to continue it, like, they, I think they feel a lot of pressure right, right. To, to do it right, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure the game is at least half done, it probably has yeah, been yeah, for yeah. the last 10 years, you know? But I have a feeling they just, they want to get it right, and, you know, they're going to wait till they need a new big thing. Right, right. And it'll well, come out eventually, I I'm sure. I heard someone was able to get what was made <laughs> from them, and they're gonna, there's like a rogue really? group that's like going to make the ending. So Interesting. I'm, I'm, very, Interesting. I'm very excited about that. Right, I want to make sure that I don't miss everyone's questions here because i have a lot of questions so, by the way thanks for everyone. oh what are your top three games top three games oh, so difficult uh, <laughs> top five so I, when, when whenever i get asked this question i like to categorize it into like top five multiplayer top five single player but if i can't do that i would have to say We're right on the spot top five, five number one's got to be tetris tetris so so you so with you saying that number yes. one as Tetris, you have solidified the fact that there's no one else that should run this store. All right, good. <laughs> good. Because I had no my I had my store. doubts coming <laughs> in here. <laughs> now Tetris has to be number one, and not the stupid Nintendo version on NES. That version sucks. I don't care if that's what they play in Tetris yeah. World Championships. That game is garbage. <laughs> so there's way better versions of Tetris. Uh, the Nintendo DS Tetris yeah. is one of the best. Uh, I like Tengen Tetris on the NES if you're playing on NES. Uh -huh. uh, Tetris 99 on the Switch is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris on the Switch. Just play that one. Um, but yeah, not Nintendo Tetris on NES. That version of the Tetris is trash. Nobody, <laughs> nobody needs to be playing that game. Game Boy Tetris, the original Game Boy Tetris, that game's it's wonderful. It's yeah. near perfect. Anyway. Tetris, number one. Number one. Just not that Nintendo version. Number two. Uh, number two, Mortal Kombat 2. Obviously. Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. I was surprised. Best game ever. Mortal, Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, shit. Mortal Kombat 2. Um, yeah, best game ever for, you know, two on two, or for one-on-one -on -one competitive play, you know, yeah. two-player. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 2 is the best. And if people don't agree, then they haven't played somebody good in Mortal Kombat 2. Right. Yeah, they haven't seen the competition that can come from that game. Um, it's pure skill. Yeah. It's a pure skill game. No randomness. Uh, it's a pure, pure game. Uh, so and less sweating. Yeah, less sweating. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, Tetris, Mortal Kombat 2. I have to throw Mario on there. I'd probably say probably Mario 3 if I had to choose. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. But, you know, Mario World is good too. But I love me some Mario 3. I'd have to say Mario, the original Mario's in my, not to interject here, it seems that like that was one of the few games that like they continuously like got it right oh like, yeah in the early ones the only bad mario really in my opinion is mario odyssey on the switch sorry if people love that game <laughs> sorry if the game got tens that game sucks really? Mar- as a mario game it's probably better than you know 90 percent of the other games that come right, out right. these days man mario odyssey is not a good game on the switch you're being slightly Mario. biased, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love the Zelda on Switch. Oh, okay. I thought Zelda on Switch was okay. the best 3D Zelda that ever got released. Oh. So I just thought the Mario was really time, bad. Though. No, it's good. No? It's good. I would say it's number three. I would go, I would go Breath of the Wild on Switch, okay. Wind Waker on Cube, and then Ocarina on 64. I just remember Six I spent yeah. so many lunches as a kid. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that has a lot of... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was a little older when it came out, so I just don't have as much nostalgia for it. I was probably... Yeah. 17 or 18 when it came out so yeah. you know I still played through it all yeah. the way and I loved it but uh, you know I was still like Link to the Past is the best yes. you know? yeah. and then I loved Wind Waker Wind Waker was just awesome I loved the I art like style it. and I loved the gameplay it was just like it felt less like sluggish and yeah, chunky yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was all pretty and slick and Breath of the Wild was just awesome so yeah I, speaking of which I should probably throw Zelda on the list yes but uh, I don't know if I'm going to. It would, top ten. Top Zelda 10. would be top ten. So Mario Breath of the Wild on, would probably be top Mario ten. Mario three at three. Yeah, Mario three would be number three. Uh, I'd probably throw another NES game on there too. Probably like Ninja Gaiden one okay. or Bionic Commando. I love both those games. Ninja Gaiden one. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, let's, I, I would go Ninja Gaiden one. God, that game's really good. Best I one. love that game. Was that the age I was at then was like. Uh, yeah. I was like spotty memory of that game. <laughs> oh, it's just like, and they talked about like a strong nostalgia game for yeah. me. Like seeing the intro sequences when that game came on, that was like the first time ever that yeah. I saw anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool. And then the game was awesome. So it was like a mix of a cool vibe and yeah, yeah. seeing something that felt, you know, like cinematic and felt like right, there right. was weight to what you're doing in the story, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. And then the game just. Being so like badass and slick, it was it was like a perfect, so Ninja perfect four. game. So Ninja Gaiden Four, and I would probably go with something else, probably multiplayer at five. So hard to pick just five. I would probably go with. It's probably between Power Stone and Soul Calibur Two. I'd probably go Power Stone on the Dreamcast. Oh, Power Stone Dreamcast. I think I think that wins. I think you're alienating the audience with the Dreamcast. No man, people <laughs> no, love the Dreamcast. Really? I think you're not yeah, giving Dreamcast I, enough credit. I think I just have like a weird hatred <laughs> that I couldn't I, get it as I a kid. I don't know. It, yeah. The Dreamcast it, it shone brightly for about two years it and did. then just it went did. away. But yeah, man, uh, when the Dreamcast was out, like that thing felt like. It felt like the future. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I hadn't had that feeling. Like, I was playing the future. The, the last time I had that was going from Atari to NES. Yeah. Like, nothing felt like such a leap until yeah. the Dreamcast to me. Like, 64 and PlayStation felt like, uh, this is what 3D is going to be like. <laughs> uh, like, I wasn't on board. I, like, when, yeah, yeah. when the PlayStation and 64 came out, I was not into it. Like, I had a 64 and. I thought PlayStation looked like trash. I was very anti-Sony because I just thought it looked so bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 64, not that it looked good, but I just it was still Nintendo, you know. Right, I right. liked Mario, and Wave Race, F-Zero. I liked all that stuff, but I just was not on board for the 3D stuff. Yeah. But then the Dreamcast came out and was like, yeah, that game could run some 3D. It was, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. beautiful. And the games are great, like Power Stone, Soul Calibur. Uh, there's so much good stuff that came out day one, like NFL 2K. Oh, yeah. There was just a lot of good day one games, House yeah. of the Dead. Oh, and my then, God. You know, from, House from of the Dead. That just built. There's so much other good stuff, yeah. all kinds of good shooters and fighters and just great stuff. Bangayo. Bang, you ever played Bangayo? That's a so. game. Play some Bangayo. Uh, yeah. Ooh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. 
Dreamcast. Dave is obviously a Dreamcast fan. So Dreamcast. you just jump over N64. I might be able to get an unpopular opinion out of yeah, you right yeah, now. Yeah, let's do it. I love, I love having a dissenting opinion. Let's go. GoldenEye overrated? Uh, I like GoldenEye a lot, but Perfect Dark is better. I love Perfect Dark. Perfect so Dark is it's really, probably my favorite 64 game. It's really funny that you bring Perfect Dark up because I was hoping we got to talk about Perfect Dark. <laughs> One of my favorite games. Because I don't know time. if anyone's ever played Perfect Dark against the bots on the highest difficulty level. Challenge 30? Do you play the challenges? I, I, it's been a while. I, I once remember, I didn't own the 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was only doing it, but I remember we'd play, we'd play matches with AI. Yes. Yes. And I distinctly remember them being able to split second crouch. Oh yeah! And just terminate me oh. from the furthest. They were nasty. It was just insane. So I'm. I want everyone to do this who has access to it. If you have access to a 64 and Perfect Dark, you need to play the challenges. And I don't, I don't know if you remember, but you would go into the. Um, it was the the what is the name of it? It's the multiplayer mode. It's going to the multiplayer mode, the yeah. simulator, the, the battle simulator, whatever it's called. Yeah. Go into that, and then one of the options there is challenges. Mm -hmm. There's 30 challenges, and at every challenge, when you first start off, there's only like four or five of them that you could even play. Yeah. And every challenge is a mixture of one, two, or three, four, one, two, three, or four players against computer bots. Yeah. And if you beat, say, you beat challenge one with one player, you get one star. If you beat yeah. it four players, you get the fourth star. Yeah. But you don't get the second or the third star. You and have you to beat it, it with every combination. Sure of one, two, three, and four, oh, yeah. and to get every star. So once you beat challenge one, you'll unlock another one, or two and three, you'll unlock another one. There's 30 total, mm -hmm. and the last like six or seven are super difficult, yeah. and it's like the hardest bots, yeah, yeah. and it'll be like the four of you, it's always hardest with four people, so we have the four of you against maybe like six other computer control yeah. bots on the expert, it'll like, be like expert sim, yeah. and you'll have like one or two uh, one or two helper bots on your team too, yeah. but they don't help you. You have to protect them. So they're actually like every time they get shot, the computer's scoring another point yeah. or helping them to capture a base because the computer sucks. Like yeah. your your team, like you, you have like a dumb sim. I don't know what their name is, but their name's yeah. like dumb sim or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you so it may actually drags you down yeah. you, with them on your team. So you're protecting them and trying to do the objective and trying to kill the uh, oh the God. computer players. And it's so, so much. much fun. It's so good. And, of course, because there's so many bots going at the time, and you've yeah. got four people running the split screen, the game is chugging. Yeah, it's yeah. It's chugging it hard. Is, it is. <laughs> but that's part of the challenge, and, yeah. and we did it. Like, uh, this, was, this was like my college years when this came out. So you know, we, we beat it with every combination, one, two, three, and four players, and yeah. we would go back and still play more because it was just so much fun. We would play Challenge 30. Like, we'd be bored on a Friday night with nothing to do. We'd be like, yeah. Play Challenge Thirty. Right? Uh, this is the best. Yeah. So yeah, Perfect Dark is a million times better than Goldeneye. I love Goldeneye for yeah. what it is, but for multiplayer, oh ooh, yeah. yeah, Perfect Dark is the best. Yeah. yeah. It's just Goldeneye Plus. <laughs> it is. It is. That's true. what it is. Well, I think people would always argue that it's not as good as the classic, but they just improved on it. Yeah. It's you. it's Goldeneye, and more. And Goldeneye and more. Yeah. I think they remade Goldeneye too. If they did. I don't. It's not that great. I mean, it's okay. But it's not, you know, yeah, it just, I think it shows that GoldenEye was never that amazing yeah. in the first place. But they redid Perfect Dark. Yeah. On the 360, you can download a digital version of Perfect Dark, running at 60 frames per second. Oh, and it's wow. eight players online if oh, you want to wow. play. It's still available. I think it's like 10 bucks. Oh, wow. um, and, you know, it's all up-res to look really good. Yeah. And plays awesome. It's just a little less challenging because things are running at the proper yeah, frame yeah. rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... You could see that as being a good thing. It probably is a good thing. Yeah, I just, yeah. I still get some kind of charm out of the sluggish frame yeah, rate. Sluggish. But it's part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. Yeah. But it is really, really good on 360. So if you have any access to either of them, get that game. It's so good. Yeah. And play the challenges. You got to play the challenges. And good single player and co-op. You can play co-op. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, I just didn't get enough time with it. GoldenEye is definitely one of my favorites just because I have so many nostalgia. Yeah, and I do too. I mean, I, I played, I beat everything on Perfect Agent or yeah, not, yeah, that yeah. was Perfect Dark. Uh, what was the, uh, what was about? the Double, Gold, double O, yeah, Double O Seven Agent or whatever it was. Just so, so, just so, yeah, it's good. It's there's, good. there's like no other, there's, I mean, there are games like that because, but I, I feel like there's not as many games where there's 
It doesn't so, have like replay. Yeah, replay. And it, like you don't want. It doesn't replay. have. It doesn't have. It doesn't have there the charm go. of the yeah. of the old games. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess you can keep playing Call of Duty, but like, you're just playing online against a bunch of kids screaming. Yeah, screaming I don't know. So speaking of like things that obviously can't be replicated, but if you were to choose a game to be completely redone with new graphics, Ooh, I like this question. what would it be? Um, well, so one good question. So the easy know. answer is Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> I want it redone with not just fancy polygon graphics. I want digitized actors. I want all the all the frames of animation retaken with digitized shots. Yeah. I don't want extra frames of animation. I want the same exact frames of animation, just high res. Uh, okay. And just throw on maybe a few new characters and that's that would just be keep that it. would be my perfect game. Just keep it 2 2D. Yeah, keep it 2D. Okay. Just add extra characters, extra moves, extra stages, fatalities. Yeah. That would be my perfect remake. Okay. And everyone who's been in the shop and have talked to me about Mortal Kombat 2, they know I have a mod in the machine right now, which kind of does that, adds some of the hidden characters, makes them playable, yeah. and it has two-on-two -two battles, so it's like Marvel vs. Capcom, but with Mortal Kombat, which is kind of awesome. Uh, so that's the closest they've gotten to doing that, and it's a beautiful thing. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so come play that. I'm like one of five arcades in the country where you can play this thing. Right. So... Um, not that I'm an arcade, but I'm one of five places that have the arcade machine okay. of Mortal Kombat 2 Plus, so it's it's glorious. Did, did I love you ever it. think of? Um, I've noticed there's a trend. Yes. Bars plus arcades. Yes. So I had plans to open one. Oh uh, shit! It was a year and a half ago. I was planning on doing it, and my buddy who I was going to do it with, he uh, he backed out last second. We actually had the location and everything all all set. He backed out at the last minute and. Um, I didn't want to do it without him because I do this full time and right. I wouldn't have been able to do it myself. Um, and you know, he runs a bar. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing with that stuff. Right. He owns arcade machines. He was going to basically go half seas with the arcade machines and uh, and run the bar for me. Yeah. And um, without him, I didn't feel safe doing it. So yeah. Yeah, it kind of yeah. it kind of fell through. But um, one day I may I may still go back to it. But yeah, it was it was going to happen. It was oh, it man. was there was a plan, but. Yeah, I was For thinking now, if anyone was going to do it, this would make all the sense. Dude, I, I would still love to do it. If anyone wants to, uh, <laughs> wants to manage a bar, yeah. if anyone has bar experience, right? Uh, that's my thing. I don't know how to run a bar. Yeah. I don't trust myself to do that. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. yeah. And then you can have like a side store. Oh, I, trust me. I thought about all this. I was going to move Drunken the shop from purchases. Yeah, I was going to move the shop from its current location and move it next to the bar. You could trade in games toward alcohol. It oh my perfect. god. It would be perfect. <laughs> That's it right I, there. I was going to do it. That's I it was right there. Do it. But yeah, maybe one day. You're like uh, one day in the future. You're going to like GameStop people. They're like they're like, "Hey, like get like one game for one beer." You're like, "No, no 37 games. You get a shot of beer." <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It would be the. It wouldn't be that bad. It no. Be that bad. I saw. I saw uh, <laughs> a meme. It was just like GameStop getting sold, and for four dollars thirty two cents. <laughs> yeah, it's it's happening. They're they are going down, and nothing makes me happier really? to see them fail. Yeah, I I managed GameStop stores yeah. for a while back in the day. I was managing uh, my first real job. I was managing a software etc. Mm -hmm. store. Uh, when GameStop bought them, yeah. Uh, about uh, it was like a year into my into my job, GameStop bought software, etc. And it was so sad, like transitioning to be GameStop. Yeah. I'm like taking down all the cool stuff from inside the software, etc. Yeah. And like taking down the cool signs and the cool kiosks and oh, TVs man. that we had, and removing all the Nintendo and Genesis and Super Nintendo games, put all new junk up. It was. It was horrible, but that's GameStop for you. And hey. now, now GameStop wishes they still had all that awesome old I stuff know. to sell, and they're here languishing, trying to sell PS4 and Xbox One games to nobody. <laughs> to sell them. Buy some Funko Pops. <laughs> Everyone loves Funko Pops. Those things are so ugly. I don't even uh, know what that is. What is you don't know those little vinyl figures with the like little uh, with the fat heads and little uh, eyes. Those ugly things. That's like uh, all GameStop sells now. Is that really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You walk they, in, it's like... That's they made a version is. that was ma'am. They made it. I, I think so, yeah. I think yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. I don't know if that was real. I don't, I don't yeah. know. But I, I know what you're talking they about. They had so. a good idea it was to, like some kind of meme. to make it collectible. That was a good idea. If you were they to make try. something that was rare and collectible based on co- video game culture, what would it look like? Uh, based on the culture? No, just based mm. on games and characters and so on mm. and so forth. Something like what that happened but uh how would you encompass people's favorite characters i mean the closest thing that i could think of to what i would do is probably already been done with amiibos you know you use them for things in the game mm. but also as like a little statue yeah, yeah. so that's kind of what i would have done because the only other thing you could do is at least in my opinion, is make like collectible trading card type things. Yeah, yeah. And they've done that too, and put amiibo chips in them. Right. Um, so they've already done that. I don't. I don't think there's anything I could do like that that's not already been done. Right. Uh, I don't know. Everyone's kind of thought of all the collectible things already to yeah, to like yeah, yeah. capitalize and make easy money on. You yeah. know. That's true. <laughs> like we're talking about selling magic cards, forty dollars a deck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What does it cost them to make that? Like twenty-five cents. Yeah, you know? that's like, true. It's, so little. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's but really it's all it's all kind of been done though, um, so yeah, that's the, that's what that's what I would think to do. Make like a yeah, make a trading card thing where you have like, and they have this array too, like where there's like fighting game characters, different because I love fighting right. games. Right. There's different different decks for different characters, different fighting games, and you could combine them all and play right. them together, and it kind of plays like That'll a fighting game. But they make it array. Those they, they oh, exist. They have yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, David Serlin, uh, who's a big fighting game dude in the community, he made uh, he made one of those, and I think there's a couple of them out there yeah. now. But I don't really mess with card stuff, um, but I kind of know of it, you know. But it exists. But that's kind of what I would like to do if yeah. it wasn't already done. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, one last question, kind of two part question. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, and I had someone ask this. Um, what what pushes up the value of an old school game? Uh, it's multiple things. I mean, it's demand and supply. Obviously, right. is what is the main, the easy way to say it. Right, you know, right. if something and- if something only had you know ten or twenty thousand copies printed toward the end of a system's run, mm-hmm. then it was rare then, and just it was rare and. Just because nobody want nobody wanted it then, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But now, you know, people have come back around and they right. realize, oh, hey, that was pretty cool, you yeah, know. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I bought like one of the big ones now is like Panzer Dragoon Saga on the Sega Saturn. That game, I bought that game the day it came out on the Sega Saturn. Yeah. it's fifty bucks. Now that game is what like a thousand or twelve hundred for a mint oh, condition wow. copy, something like that. Still, my copy I bought for fifty bucks, but because they only made the rumor is like twelve thousand or something copies of it. Um, oh. That it's just so rare, yeah. and everyone realized it was this masterpiece. But you know, back then everyone was playing PlayStation, and one's on the Saturn. It was one of the last yeah, games yeah. come out on the Saturn. But now everyone recognizes, oh hey, it's awesome, and it's never been released. We want to play it. So it's you know, it's it's uh, all supply and demand. But the demand builds up for different reasons. It might yeah. might be someone makes a YouTube video that's oh, really right. popular, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and that might give it some popularity, or it right. might just be, you know, something that people never realized was was good yeah. and they somehow find out about it and the word spreads. Yeah, yeah. You know, or something like uh you know, like lately a good example, uh when when Banjo Kazooie, when Banjo was announced for Smash, oh, yeah. I had such an influx of people coming in Tony looking for Banjo, Banjo on sixty four. Um that game, you know, it went up in value a little bit. Uh it's still it's not crazy expensive. It's like a forty dollar, yeah. forty to fifty dollar game now. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, before that it was like Twenty-five to thirty-dollar game, yeah, and yeah. there was just such demand for it that you know, that it went up. Right. So it's things like that that'll that'll bring it up. Right, and there's right. plenty of copies of that game out there, yeah. but everyone wants it all at the same time. Right, right. So that's the you know the demand part of it. Um, right. And something like uh, like Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube, mm-hmm. when Smash came out on Wii U, not a lot of people had Wii U, mm-hmm. and it kind of kind of started people thinking about, oh, hey, I used to have Smash on the GameCube. Let, yeah. me, let me get that one again. And, you know, then people started playing it competitively again. And some might say it never went away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I always loved Melee. But, you know, because of such, you know, crazy demands for that game, 
it still stays expensive. You know, it's it goes between usually seventy and eighty five for oh, that wow. game, um, huh. and a lot of that too is nostalgia because the kids who grew up with GameCube they're getting to be that age now yeah. where they have some disposable income. Right, so right, right. it's happened with every console generation. You yeah. know, like yeah. when I was you know in my early twenties, it was NES, and you know then right. I saw you know, it happened with Super NES. It happened mm -hmm. a few years ago with N sixty four, and now GameCube is what's happening with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so all the GameCube games have shot up in price recently because that's what the kids who are now adults want. Yeah. This is what they grew up with. But yeah, different factors, but it all comes down to supply and demand. It's just what causes the yeah. demand to change is interesting. Because um, even for games that there were a lot of copies made of, if the demand is enough, yeah. you know, it's still going to sell out every time I get it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, be yeah. here for a day, then be gone. Oh, like Pokemon, Pokemon games never last. Though I've got a few of them in stock right now. But uh -huh. Pokemon games never last more than a few days here. Because everyone just has the nostalgia for Pokemon. Right, I mean, they right. sold millions upon millions of Pokemon That's games. Crazy. Yet I can't keep more than two or three copies at a time, and yeah. within a week all those will be gone anyway. Even if I do have multiple, and I keep making new ones too. Uh, which is yeah, wild. yeah, and they always sell a lot. So yeah. it's how come? Uh, sorry, tangent, side tangent. <laughs> do you? Uh, why do you think um, the uh, Pokemon like app basically failed? I uh, I don't think it failed. Um, I think I mean it was super. Oh. It was yeah. We're getting looks. <laughs> it was super super duper popular for yeah. a while, and everyone was playing it. And now there's definitely less people playing yeah. it, but there's still a lot of people who play. I mean, the, yeah. there's still meetups. There's still Poke stops. I think I'm still a Poke stop. I think that's what they call it, oh, okay. uh, where you come in and you know you could get. I don't know. I don't play Pokemon, yeah. uh, but it, it but it's still popular. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it failed. Yeah. I think they just they had a little like. I don't know. It was like a recovery period from like the huge ups that it had when it first came out. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of new stuff happening with yeah. the app. Um, you know, in the couple months following the release, so it kind of like waned in popularity. But then they started making new stuff for it, and it's you know it's free. Yeah. They still make money off of it, even though it's free. Um, so it's still a thing. It's yeah. still a thing. Um, like it's not that popular with me personally, uh, but I didn't. I don't really love the original Pokemon games either. It's just right, me. Right, right. But um, yeah, I would say it's still still really, really okay. popular. Uh, call me wrong, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last. So the second part of that question. Hey. Last question, because I know uh, i got to run out of here. It's a little <laughs> bit late, and I'm keeping, hey. keeping you from your burger. It's all right. Burger joint is open until midnight on weekdays, and, and they close at 4 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Plug slight, burger joint. Slight, slight plug right there, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so we got time. So a little bit of time. Uh, I saw that you had a super expensive game up there. Um, yes. What's the, what's the most... Well, two things. What's the most expensive game you've sold or seen and then also what's the likely game that someone might have that's dusted away that she that <laughs> should try to look for Ooh, that's that's a good one um so the most expensive game that i've actually sold had a few copies so i've been here about five years had snatcher on sega cd mm. about three times and at the shop that one usually now, for mint condition copy, it usually goes for about 900 mm -hmm. and it's sold. It's never lasted more than a couple days every time I got it in. Yeah. Um, and I had the one that's 2500 Yeah, that one's, but that one hasn't sold yet. We don't, oh, I, I, don't, so. I don't really count it because it hasn't sold yet. Oh, okay, okay. It's at the, it's at the, I don't really want to sell it price. Oh. You know? But it does, in my mind, it's worth that. But yeah, yeah. is it going to sell for that? I don't know. Uh, but I won't be sad if it never, I won't be upset if it never sells. You yeah. Know? Um, but the other one was uh, Jack Bros on Virtual Boy. Oh. That one is another like $900 game when it's yeah. like mint condition complete in the original box. I've had yeah. that one two or three times. Um, it's another good one. Ninja 5.0. Ninja 5.0 usually sells for between five and 900. That one's all over the place. Yeah. But complete so in box, you, it could sell up to you, like uh, 900 or 1,000. Do you put all, the whole inventory online too? Or? No, none of it. You got to come to the shop. <laughs> 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 I looked into it. Yeah. Too much work. Too much work. I do everything myself. Too much work to do that. Yeah. It's uh, there's programs you can use and all kinds of stuff that, that you can. It's possible, mm. but it's just it's a lot of work. And um, you know, I'll have something 
cool, and then it'll be gone. Yeah. Someone will have seen it online by the time they get here, it's gone. And you know, yeah. even if it updates in real time, you know, it's plus it you know. it kills the excitement of the same exactly. excitement you have as a kid. Exactly, it's cool to just come in the yeah. shop and see what's here. It's part of the fun. Yeah. So all right, before we go yeah. out. Are there a number of games that you'd love to shout out to that are trash that might upset people? So we can <laughs> um, stuff that I like to call trash. Yeah. That that everyone really else want, loves. I just want to. Really oh, there's so them. many. There's so many. If you want to get people angry. Yeah, just all like... the Dark Souls and Bloodborne. <laughs> oh, they're such trash. The, the the control is horrendous on those games. Don't even start. Like the control <laughs> is horrendous. I hate those games. I know they're not too hard for me. No, um, they're just not good. I, I tried to put up with them and enjoy them, but they're not good games. Sorry. Um, they're just not. Um, really not a big Dark Souls Oh, I'm not. Fan. Those games are so bad. They're just the games that are so overrated. Like, they're not the worst games, yeah. but they're not nearly as good as everybody says they are. Um, same thing with the Final Fantasy series. Cool. Get out of town. Those games suck. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But I'm just, I'm not a big RPG person. Yeah. I just, I don't play a game for story. I read a book for a story or I watch a movie <laughs> for a story. That, that's not why I play a game. I play a game for competition, for a challenge, for a high score. Um, so it's just, it's a different so thing. You're a real player. Yeah, yeah. I play games for the game part of it. I don't play to yeah. sit there and talk to some spiky haired kid for an hour and a half. Sorry, not my thing. But. Um, so yeah, Final Fantasy. Anyone else you want to offend me? Because you just yeah. Went, you went oh, rushed. I love this. I love doing this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I could think there's so many more. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't. I don't like the stuff that is not gamey. The less yeah. gamey it is, the less I like it. But I'm not saying they're bad things or bad experiences, mm. but they're bad games. Mm -hmm. So they're bad video games. That's my opinion. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like a lot of that stuff. Like I don't like Call of Duty. It's just. You know, it's a thing. So what do we? Um, what would you say? Oh, I forgot to ask this. I yeah. we're going over time. Yeah, okay. What do you think about, like, the, the turn of eSports? <laughs> the, the, I'm making people upset. It's just, no, it's cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep, we'll get back yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, do you think, like, the fact that it's becoming, like, so mainstream with eSports, like, I, uh, obviously you have the different game, gaming, um, uh, uh, what's the... Leagues, mm -hmm. right? You have the Call of Duty League, right? Uh, is, is I think one of the bigger ones right now. Uh, but like, what do you think about esports in general? Do you think that will ever make its turn so that it picks up retro, where retro becomes something, um, or will that not be a thing? Yeah, I, I think it will. I think it will eventually. And some of it has kind of gotten there. Like I was talking about the the Tetris World Championships and how they use the garbage version of Tetris for that. <laughs> Um, if they ever switch to the real version of Tetris, maybe that'll gain some popularity. Oh, um, that's the key. Whatever, it's kind of popular. But really, I think the key to it is finding the right games to, yeah. to feature. Because so many games, the reason I like, I think Tetris is a good example for it, I think Street Fighter is good, and fighting games in general are good, is because a person who doesn't normally play the games or is not normally into that game, they can watch it, you see, hey, this guy has this life bar, this guy has this life uh, bar, yeah. or this guy has this many lines on his Tetris board, this guy has this many lines. It's easy to see who is winning. I mean, right. if you're watching basketball, the person with the higher score is, you know, the team with the higher yeah, score is yeah. winning. So it's just hard if you're watching, like, uh, was it League of Legends or all these games that I don't understand yeah. as an old person. Um, <laughs> you don't know who's ahead. It's just some guy talking really fast, commentating yeah. on it, yeah. and you're just seeing, like, all these things on the screen not knowing so fan, really what's the happening. the fans are really people who so, have to be playing anyway. Yeah, it's be, so to expand it, you have to either make a game where it's easy, like a new game, where it's easy to see who is ahead, and it's easy for, you know, Joe Schmo, who's never played a game before, to see what's happening and make it, and have it be exciting for him. Mm -hmm. um, so for, for it to get past where it is. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, I know, you know, in China or whatever, League of Legends, all that crap is really... You know, it's yeah. really popular. That's because everybody there plays. But in the U.S., like, yeah. you know, the closest you can get is Call of Duty or Madden. And there are people like me who think that those games are trash. <laughs> so, like, for me to like it, uh, you know, it's going to take more. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll watch, I watch fighting games. I mean, yeah. I watch, I, I play competitive fighting games. I go to the tournaments. I play in the tournaments. I enjoy it. And, you know, they get good viewership. Like, I'm planning on going to Evo this year to play and to watch, you know, Evo's yeah. big fighting game championship every year. 
Um, so it's big, but it's not mainstream big in the U.S. at least. And I think it's going to take something else that like visually right. is simple to understand. And the fact that the systems and everything are getting that much more advanced, games are starting to look... Real? They've been harder. It's been harder to see what's going on because the more effects you add yeah. and the more stuff that's there on the screen, the more difficult it is for like my grandma to look at it and know what's happening. Yeah. My grandma loves basketball. Like She knows what's happening in basketball because she can see the score. Right. And it's just, she's so not going to watch League of Legends. The score is somehow more relatable even if they keep yeah. the games. Right? Yeah, just have, have a way to tell who's in the lead, to know what's going on. And yeah, I think it could catch on uh, more than it has already. Is there um, a, I think that's what it's going to take. Is there any game new coming out that yeah. you're, you're like, you know what, maybe that could be good? For esports? No, for anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't hate all new stuff. Yeah. Just most of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like a lot of the Nintendo stuff still. Yeah, like I loved Legend of Zelda, I said, you know, the last one. I'm looking forward to the new Zelda, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, uh, on PS4, I loved Dying Light, the zombie game Dying Light. That game was amazing. I'm looking forward to that, that sequel. Um, and it just got pushed back, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, everyone cares that the new Final Fantasy VII remake got pushed back. I don't give a crap. I care that the new <laughs> Dying Light got pushed back. Give, give me my new Dying Light. Um, oh, but yeah, there's maybe one or two games a year that come out that are new that I really care about. Have you um, seen uh, previews for Cyberpunk? I know you're not an RPG fan. Yeah, yeah. No, Cyberpunk looks cool. Yeah. Like, I, it's cool for what it is. Am I going to play it? Probably not. Yeah. But I'd like to, you know, watch it. I think yeah. that's one of the few games I'm going to try to take time out for. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I would give it a try. I, I'm not saying I would definitely hate it. I just, <laughs> I, I just probably well, won't well, like right. it because it's Story. just one of those kind of games. Right. And it's not that I hate stories. Uh, it's just you, like you know, read I I yeah I prefer to read a story, <laughs> and so this is this is the best analogy for this that I've ever heard. I'm, I'll stop ranting about things that no, I don't like. Right. I'm gonna try to get you to defend one more group yeah, before yeah, we yeah. go. So I don't know if this is gonna offend people, but um, <laughs> so the best analogy I ever heard, people, somebody told me once that, and this is like the opinion that I agree with, that video games are like porn. Yeah, there's a story there. But that's not the important part of, what you're, of what's going on. The story is not the important part of it. But it's better when there's a good story there. Yeah. You, might, you might be more into it. But to me, the important part of it is not the story. I don't know if that offends people who love story and their porn. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's I not want, super I important to the me. The analogy breaks due to the fact that retro isn't as popular. <laughs> Yeah, I only like the retro games, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say. So I don't know if I've seen a lot of retro porn. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's just assume probably not. not you many have to like go have you have to go in the woods and like <laughs> find old videotapes and magazines that are just like trash in the woods. <laughs> that that seems that's, you know, that's, that's where you go for that, for thinking. retro porn. You go to the, the woods. woods. <laughs> the woods. <laughs> got to find the woods. So retro games here, retro porn in the woods. woods. Got it. Yeah. All right, that's so, what you do. Uh, that's what you do. Well, I'm sure we offended some people there. But, uh, all right, one more. One so more. I, I do my plugs for Burger Joint and The Woods. <laughs> the those, are, those are my two plugs besides my shop. Burger Joint and The Woods. <laughs> the Woods pays so Everyone well. go to The Woods. The, wood, the Woods affiliate program pays well. Uh, so one last thing to see if you can offend some people. Yes, let's do it. More El people. Elder Scrolls, overrated. Um... I think accurately rated. Accurately yeah. rated. Like, okay. Again, I'm not too into it because yeah. um, I think the gameplay is kind of clunky and uh, I don't know, I kind of feel like a dork when I play it. Right, but right. like, I don't know, it's just it's a little clunky for me, but I, I can appreciate it. Yeah. You know, it's not like I can't really appreciate Final Fantasy. Uh, I can appreciate Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not in me to appreciate Final Fantasy, I don't think. Um, <laughs> maybe the older you. ones, maybe the older ones, like, you know, the ones on Nintendo and Super Nintendo, I can appreciate, but, yeah. ooh, those new ones, I can't appreciate them. But yeah, Elder Scrolls, I'm, I'm, eh, it doesn't offend me. Like, the Witcher doesn't offend me. It doesn't uh, offend like, you. It, it's, yeah, I don't hate them. 
So I'm trying to find find more groups. Oh, though there there'll be more. I'm if sure there's got to be something else I could end on that's really gonna piss someone off. You already said yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't hate those games either. Okay, what? Okay, let's see. What <laughs> type of person plays Sims? Uh, girls. <laughs> a girl persons. A girl persons. Girl persons play Sims. The girl um, persons, the, the the female folk. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a digital dollhouse, and that's cool. <laughs> like I used to play, I used to play with my Masters of the Universe He-Man characters. It was like a dollhouse. <laughs> Give me Sims, like Masters of the Universe Sims, oh, where yeah. I'm making He-Man and Man at Arms. Like hang out in Castle Grayskull and like have <laughs> have him talk to the sorceress and ride Cringer around as Battle Cat. Like <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for boy Sims. But <laughs> boy Sims. Yeah, but girl Sims. Yeah, having your little dollhouse. That's cool. But it's it's a girl game. You know? Got you. Got you. It's a girl game. You're just a It's cool. Girls. <laughs> just, girls. All right, we'll go There's out on that. With that. Uh, we'll go out on that then. I love girls. Per perfect. So. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Dave. We play games. That was a good discussion. I know we went continuously off topic. Come get offended. Come, come get offended. buy some old games. And uh, <laughs> come come get your uh, ass beat at Mortal Kombat yes, 2. Yes, that too. And uh, yeah, 722 West 19th Street, yeah. Houston, Texas. Near the woods. Near the woods. Very close <laughs> to the woods. You can kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. and uh, Not really near the woods. I'm sorry. Near Burger Joint, though, you can get a burger. <laughs> and remember, all your bases are belong to us. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to you on the next one. Bye, guys. Real quick, we're adding this in because I did not get this question asked. I did not get it answered. That's my fault. Oh uh, no, we're both so, we're both trash. We're both, so, just like the games you mentioned. Exactly. Um, we are not as good as the woods. Um, <laughs> so a game that. You might have sitting in a closet that might be worth something. Yeah. Um, stuff like if you ever, if you had siblings who ever played in the Nintendo World Championships in the early 90s, that Nintendo World Championships cartridge that some people got for free at the event, that thing's worth multiple thousands. Okay. So some people might have that one lying in an old oh, shoebox. Wow. So look through your shoeboxes for what Nintendo about, World what Championships. About, what about games that people uh, might have that they play that are a couple hundred dollars? Now? Yeah. Oh, all kinds of good stuff. Um, I mean, the easy ones are stuff like Conker's Bad Fur Day on N64. That oh, one's yeah. about almost 100 bucks. Um, stuff we talked about before, like Smash Bros. on mm. uh, on GameCube. That one's like 80 bucks. Then 64 Smash Bros. is about 90 bucks. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's like still actively played. That's you know it's worth a decent amount. So, um, so actively played but, or low supply. Yeah. But just anything, yeah. because uh, at the very <laughs> least, Dave will not do you like GameStop. At the least. At the least. And <laughs> you can always bring in whatever you have and trade it in towards something else. I'm always very fair with the store credit I offer. There's a reason I have so much good stuff in the shop. Everything in the shop has been a trade-in. Oh, wow. Every single thing here has been oh, traded wow. in at the shop. I don't do online nonsense. I don't go to garage sales and markets to get this stuff it's all trade-ins at the oh, shop that's epic so it um, online nonsense yeah you heard it here nonsense. first none of that online modern, that. Online, modern online nonsense uh, amazons yeah. and ebays for it's for dorks. dorks who's online who's online these days right. nobody and on okay. that we're gonna disconnect a second time <laughs> see you on the next episode <laughs> bye <laughs>